Well, good morning, church. We have um, a couple anniversaries here today. Uh, we want to wish Gary and Patty Gavika a happy anniversary. And we also want to wish Donnie and Tracy Brown a happy anniversary. Amen. Let's all stand. We're going to take a couple minutes, and we're just going to say hello to our neighbors, give someone a little hug, maybe a little fist bump, uh, meet and greet time. Talk to somebody you don't know. Tell them you're glad to see them. Amen. Two minutes. could have everybody take a seat and welcome Miss Melody down for Children's Church and children if you want to come down and participate in Children's Church. Okay kids come sit in the front. Good morning. So you see our picture you'll know what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about lost and found. 
Now listen to my questions. Kids, have you ever lost anything? Raise your hand. Okay. Have you ever looked in the lost and found? Raise your hand. Okay. Have you ever found what you lost? Raise your hand. Well, that's good. And how did you feel when you found what you had lost? Just shout it out. Great, good. Okay, that's what we're going to think about today, lost and found. Several Sundays ago, Mr. Reuben and Mrs. Tori Espinoza brought to church big buckets of oranges and lemons, and they were back by the coffee cafe. Did you remember that? And I went back there to get some, and Pastor Pepe told me, oh, take the lemons and squeeze the juice out of them and put those, put that juice in an ice cube tray and freeze it and pop out the frozen lemon juice cubes and then you can use it later. So I had never done that and I thought it was a good idea. So when I went home, I looked in the cupboard for our juicer, but I only found the top part. This is where you put the lemon, and you cut the lemon in half, and you squeeze it on here, and the juice comes out, and it's supposed to go in a little pitcher. But this is all I found. Oh, my goodness. I looked in every cupboard in the kitchen. I could not, I could not find the rest of the juicer. And then I went into the garage. I was looking in the cupboards there. Dan, my husband, helps me when I lose things. And we were looking in the garage, and it wasn't in the cupboards in the garage. And I was feeling bad because this is not very expensive, but it's sentimental because we got that juicer when we were sent as missionaries to Africa, and we've had it a long time. So we were looking in the garage, couldn't find it, and then Dan walked over to where we keep our ice chests. And he picked it up, and as he was opening it, I remembered. We took that ice chest. This was months ago when we still had snow. I guess we still do now on the summit. And we took the ice chest when we got, went to visit our granddaughter so we could take them snow so they could make snow cones because it doesn't snow where they live. And I thought maybe they could make a small snowman. And then I remembered as he opened up that ice chest, I had put the bottom of the juicer, this little blue pitcher, in the ice chest so that when we got to the summit, we could scoop up the snow for the granddaughters. I was so happy because now it was all one piece and I could juice those lemons. And I was happy and smiling. I thanked Dan. I thanked God. Then it reminded me of a story in the Bible about lost and found. We have had this book for a very long time, ever since our children were little. It is called The Little Lost Lamb. I want to read it to you. The shepherd had lambs and sheep in his flock. 
One little lamb strayed away and got lost. The shepherd looked and looked for the poor little lamb. The shepherd was very happy when he found his little lamb, who was frightened but unharmed. Jesus is our good shepherd. He watches over each of us as the shepherd watched over the lambs and sheep. You are Jesus' little lamb. He loves you and will always watch over you. Isn't it wonderful that we have a good shepherd whose name is Jesus? And the Bible tells us that there was a shepherd who had 99 sheep. Oh, I said it wrong who had a hundred sheep, and one was not there when he counted them at night. Do you know what he did? He left the 99, and he looked and searched for the one that was lost, and he found it and brought it home. That's what Jesus does for us. He finds us. We cannot be lost if we turn to Jesus And so that is a good remembrance about lost and found. And the shepherd, next slide, rejoices when he finds the lost lamb. The Bible tells us that he even carried that little lost lamb on his shoulders to bring it all the way home. So I want you to remember that Jesus is your good shepherd. Thank you. You can go sit back down where you were. All right, let's give Miss Melody one more hand as she takes her seat. We have a couple of announcements before we get started. So we have welcome cards in the pews uh, in front of you, so please fill them out if you are new, if you would like to get more involved, or if you have prayer requests. We've got a Mother's Day brunch coming at, on May 7th at 10 a.m. at the Red Hawk Golf Course. Uh, adults are $20 and kids are $15. You can sign up at the Welcome Center uh, just behind our audio section there. Song and Word Thursday night, worship and Bible study is running still from 6.30 to 8 p.m. We have Bible studies for everybody. We have a Latino Bible study on New Life by Pepe. We've got Life in the Spirit, Run the Race with Miss Barb. We've got a men's Bible study on Romans with Don. We've got a women's Bible study on Romans uh, with Marsha and Joan. And we have a youth group, kids Bible quizzing, and Jeannie Adams is teaching in the nursery. So please come on down, hang out with us, fellowship, learn God's word, worship with us. It is a great time. We are still continuing to collect Easter candy So we ask that everybody bring in individually wrapped candy that will fit in plastic eggs. Uh, Preferably no chocolate because it melts and place it in the basket in the foyer. If you bring in candy that will not fit in plastic eggs, is not individually wrapped or chocolate, the youth group and me will be taking care of it and disposing of it uh, properly. (laughs) So we're all crossing fingers, right? (laughs) We've got membership classes. 
they are today after the second service or on the 10th, which would be next week uh, after the second service in the history room. If you would like to attend and find out who we are, what our mission is, what we're trying to do, uh, if you are interested in becoming a member and making home church your home church, credit for that turn of phrase to Mike Metzger, uh, <laughs> contact the office or Pastor Carlos and we will get you into that class. And then after every set of membership classes, we have baptisms, which will be Easter Sunday. Yeah, I thought there would be more applause. <laughs> We have baptisms <laughs> on Easter Sunday. Uh, so Sunday, April 17th, we will have one service at 10 a.m. So please come and join us for the baptisms. Uh, we will be announcing and uh, bringing in our new members and then obviously celebrating uh, the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. Easter egg hunt with photo booth and Easter bunny will be available for all kids following the service. So at this time, we are going to go into our singing and our uh, giving. So we ask that, uh, sorry, we ask that. We want to thank everybody who has been faithful in your tithes and offerings. Uh, we have three convenient ways to give, and we are just so thankful for everybody who has been contributing financially to God's mission through our church. You can give in person in the box at the back of the sanctuary. You can give online uh, through our website, or you can mail it in to our address. And if everybody would bow their heads, we will enter our time of prayer. Father God, we thank you so much for the opportunity that we have to assemble in your name, to give you praise, and to dedicate our finances to funding your mission here on earth. We ask that you take these offerings, that you multiply them and bless them, and that you use this time to soften hearts, to ready them for our pastor's message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet, church. Thank you so very much, Matt, for those awesome announcements. Amen. Isn't God good this morning? What a beautiful amen always. Hallelujah. I want to give a quick little praise. We, we, uh, <clears throat> some would say this is small, but I say it's big. Our sister Joan uh, uplifted her, it was your niece, your grand, granddaughter. And her granddaughter, lost and I, only three years old, lost and I. And, uh, and then lo and behold, she, now she has cancer in her other eye. And so, you know, you can imagine the parents going, I, you know. You don't want your daughter to lose her sight, you know. And so we prayed as a church. They had they 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 needed surgery. They needed a doctor. They needed to come. They, there was just a lot going on. So to make a long story short, we prayed Thursday night, um, a couple few nights, a couple weeks in a row, and I believe God moved tremendously. Um, the little girl has gotten care, and she's gotten surgery on her eye. Am I correct? Amen. So we want to give God praise for that. Amen. <clears throat> I don't know about you, but this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to be glad in it. Amen? Amen. Hold on one sec. I'm going to try to... See, I know I'm like... You guys see me. I'm just strumming, you know. But in my mind, I'm like Jimi Hendrix. I'm like... So, so help me out, church. Okay, help me out. Help me out.
This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has this is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Isn't he getting better back there? The other day, I... Um, somebody told me, they said, you know, Carlos is my new favorite drummer. I had to hit the altar because I got a little upset. But it's okay. Isn't, don't we have the most beautiful worship team in the world? Amen. Thank you, sister. Amen. I see Ruben and Tori back there like, yep, that's my worship team right there. Amen. I love it. Thank you for your support and your love. Amen.
and pull me back together and every desire is now satisfied here in your love oh there's nothing better than you oh there's nothing better than you oh there's nothing nothing is better than you I'm not afraid to show you my weakness my failures and flaws Lord you've seen them all and you still call me friend cause the God of the mountain yes is the God of the valley there's not a place your mercy and grace won't find me again oh there's nothing Turn shame into glory. You're the only one who cares. You turn graves into gardens. You turn bones into armies. You turn seas into highways. Before we go into our next song, we're going to read a verse this morning by my sister and my brother. Um, read this verse in Isaiah. It might be, um, it's a very popular verse, but I want to read it this morning. To he console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. 
that he may be glorified. Isaías 61, verso 3. A ordenar que los afligidos de Sion se les dé gloria en lugar de ceniza, óleo de gozo en lugar de luto, manto de alegría en lugar del espíritu angustiado, y serán llamados árboles de justicia, plantío de Jehová, para gloria suya. When all I see is the battle, you see my victory. When all I see is the mountain, you see a mountain move, and it moves, yeah. And as I walk through the shadow, Your love surrounds me There's nothing to fear now For I am safe with you So when I fight, I fight on my knees With my hands lifted high Oh God The battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet. I sing through the night. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. And if you are for me, who can be against me? For Jesus, there is nothing impossible for you. When all I see are the ashes, you see the beauty. When all I see is a cross, God, just say the answer. So when I fight, I fight on my knees, get my hands and get high. Oh God, I'll be lost to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I sing through the Almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Okay. 
But you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows. You win every battle. Nothing can stand so when I fight. against the power so when of our God. I fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Every field I lay at your feet. I sing through the night, oh God. The battle belongs to you. So when I fight, I fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet. I sing through the night, oh God. The battle belongs to you. Cuando peleé de rodillas lloré, mis manos alzaré. Oh Dios, la batalla tuya es todo temor. Me rindo a tus pies y en la noche diré, oh Dios, la batalla tuya es cuando peleé. Mis manos asaré, oh Dios, la batalla tuya es todo temor. Hoy rindo a tus pies y en la noche diré, oh Dios, la batalla tuya es. Oh Dios, la batalla tuya Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning as our sister prays. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you that the battle is yours. We thank you too for the dawning of this beautiful day. And Lord, you said that today is the day to rejoice. And so we pray that as we lay our burdens down, as we lay our sins at your feet and pray for forgiveness, that you will make beauty out of ashes and that you will indeed restore our souls. We thank you, Lord, for a time to worship you in song. And Lord, as the word comes through our pastor, we now pray that you would hide him behind the cross once again. Fill him with your Holy Spirit. Enable him to pierce every heart because the Holy Spirit is at work in this place. We pray that you would create in us a clean heart, O oh God. Restore us to a right relationship with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give God praise this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So when I fight, I fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh, God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I 
Laying at your feet, I'll sing through the night. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. So when I fight, I'll fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I'll sing through the night. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Raise your hands with me, church. So when I fight, I fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh God. The battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I'll sing through the night. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. This morning, God, the battles that we're facing right now in our life, we give them to you in this moment this week, this month, the rest of this year, God. Fight our battles for us, Lord. But you're saying right now, how can I fight the battle for you when you're trying to do it yourself? And so, God, this morning, by your mercy and grace, this morning, right now, in this moment, and those who want to follow, I pray that we, right now, give these issues, these, these frustrations, irritations, we give them to you right now. Amen, church. Amen. God, we give this to you right now. God, I pray you have your hand upon this sermon, what you have for your church, the blood of Jesus over your word. We thank you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 You may be seated this morning. Thank you so very much. Worship team, thank you. Appreciate you guys. Can we give our worship team a hand? Amen. Amen. Woo. Love you guys. Thank you so very much for your faithfulness and your dedication. Hallelujah. Well, I don't know if you've ever been, uh, who here has been bird hunting? Anybody? Uh, okay, we got a few. Okay. Um, okay, I got some hands like really up. Okay, you guys obviously love to kill birds. Uh, can, I be, can I be honest with you, church? As you know, most of you know already, I'm not a morning person. Uh, I've never been one, um, but for some reason, I don't know why God has always given me jobs where I got to start like at four in the morning. Uh, I don't know why. Um, but it is what it is, and so I, you know, I've just learned to live with it, and I don't learn from my lesson. I still go to bed at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the morning, uh, but it, you know, it is what it is. But these birds, I don't know what it is. I don't know why birds can't sleep in. I don't know what it is. They're always waking up so early, and you know, I, I, I got to be real with you. We, our, my kids got a BB gun, and I've been tempted because there's one that's just every morning he's just there, you know, he's just, he's there. And, uh, but they say the early bird gets the, gets the worm, right? The early bird gets the worm. But this morning I set my alarm for 5.30 like I always do on Sunday. And Carlos and I, we have like a routine and my kids, you know, we set 5.30 in the morning, Sunday morning. And of course I hit that snooze. Who likes the snooze? <laughs> I hit the snooze. Yeah, there we go. We got the snooze. I hit the snooze. And lo and behold, I did not hit the snooze. I hit stop, and all of a sudden I hear the bird, and I wake up, 
that bird I wanted to kill, I wanted to thank him for waking me up this morning, amen? Can we give God praise for the birds? <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to preach a sermon uh, uh, out of Isaiah chapter 43. I'm not going to tell you my title right away. I'm going to wait until the end of the sermon this morning. But allow me to share my heart with you um, and, and, and kind of just uh, uh, tell you what the Lord has been pressing on me. Now, these last few weeks, how many know our nation, our world, our city, our state has been under some challenging times? And, uh, you know, we got problems, we got stress, we got sickness, we got, you know, disease, death, financial issues. Um, what's gas at now? Gas prices, what's that at now? Like, you know, we got COVID, political division, racial division, riots, violence. And I'm sure you could add much more to that list, the issues we are facing in our world. But what I want to do is I want to find out what God said to those people in those times when they were facing challenging times. Because how many of you know this is not the first time our earth has faced challenging moments? Amen. And so I want to look at the story of Isaiah who was called, he was a prophet uh, called to the nation of Judah. Uh, let, me, let me explain what's going on here if you're new to church. Uh, for some of our uh, teenagers who are so intrigued right now with the word of the Lord, they're bringing their Bibles to youth group. I remember back in the day when I was a teen, kids bringing their video games. Remember that, what was that called, the little uh, the Game Boys? Sneaking in, going like this, playing. We got kids now bringing Bibles to youth group. Amen? Hallelujah. And so let me, let me explain a little bit if you're not too familiar with the story. Um, Judah, it was, it was a divided time. Judah, Judah stood on one side and the other tribes stood on the other side. They were divided just like our country's divided. How about, no, our world is divided. And he tells Isaiah, I want you to prophesy, I want you to preach to them. So the whole book of Isaiah is about the prophecy that God gives Isaiah. The first 39 chapters of Isaiah is God giving an early warning about their sin because their hearts have turned from God. And the truth is, when God loves us, how many of you know when we turn from him and he loves us so much, he will discipline us. He will give us a, a what you call a, a whooping. I said that word and some of you are like, oh my gosh. How many of you know our God loves us so much, he will give us a whooping? If he sent his only son to, to die for us, to be beat for us because he loved us so much, how many of you know, we, we, we come out of line, he, he, will, he will do whatever he can to give us a, a whooping. He tells Isaiah right here, I, I, I need to warn them because they're about to be disciplined. I was talking to somebody who, a while back, who now I can testify and say God is moving in this situation. They called the church about a year ago. They said, Pastor, I'm going through a lot of issues right now with my family member, and, but it seems like they're always there to save them. And I said, you better step out of the way because God maybe is trying to do something. He's trying to give them a, a little disciplining. And how many know when we try to be God and we try to play God, God gets upset with us? We don't want to get in the way of what God is trying to do when he's trying to discipline somebody. Picture a father who's trying to discipline his son. He's trying to teach his son something, and his friend gets in the way and says, hey, no, who are you? To? It's like, hey, not only is my son in trouble, but now you're in trouble. God has been God a long time, and I don't need to be God. So Isaiah right here is being told, I don't need you to be God. I just need you to preach to them, amen? I want you to preach to them and warn them. 
So God raises up Isaiah to preach. And the first 39 chapters of, of Isaiah is, is, is right here. Chapters 40 through 66, God gives them hope. Um, he gives them, uh, he says, I'm going to punish you. I'm, I'm, this is going to happen, but that's not the end of your story. Yes, I'm concerned about what you're doing. Um, I'm, 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 you're in a season right now, but I'm praying you come back to me. But I'm here waiting for you with my arms wide open. That's the scene right here. And I'm grateful we serve a God who does not remain angry forever. Can somebody say amen? amen? He's a God who loves us in spite of all that we've done. His love exceeds beyond our failures. Amen? amen? And his anger does not last forever. So by the time we get to chapter 43, can I preach on chapter 43? Can I tell you about chapter 43 this morning? Thank you. God says to Judah, Isaiah chapter 43, right here, verse 1. And we're going to kind of be skimming through the, some of the verses right here. Isaiah chapter 43, right here, verse 1. But now thus says the Lord who created you. He says, let me remind you, I created you. O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not. He says, don't operate in fear. Don't, don't live in fear. Fear not. He says, I, for I have redeemed you oh i love that word redeemed he means that means i bought you i've i've redeemed you he's saying i know i I, i've bought you he says right here i have called you by your name he says i know exactly who you are and what does he say right here you are mine just this verse right here is enough for us to shout and give God praise. He says, you are mine. Being the, the, the safest place to be, church, is in the arms of God. Verse 2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. That's an amazing thing. He said, he didn't say we'll never face challenges. But he says, when you go through it, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. And why is this? Right here, church, verse 3. For I am the Lord your God. I am the one who wakes you up every morning. I am the one who sends that bird that you want to kill. I am the one who gives you the activity of your limbs. I'm the one who puts breath in your lungs and causes you to breathe. I'm the one who gives and takes away. I am the Lord your God. I'm the one who gives you true strength and power and might. I'm the one. Verse 4, since you were precious in my sight. That's beautiful right there. I'm going to pause right there because there's somebody here whose husband or wife or somebody has told them, something negative and i want you i want to tell you right now you are precious in god's sight you are precious i'm gonna say it again you are precious in god's sight you're precious in god's sight this morning verse verse seven everyone who is called by my name whom i have created for my glory i have formed him yes i have made him he said i formed you I made you, not for your glory. Pastor Carlos, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't make you so you could play guitar or you could play drums or you could, for your glory. 
He says, I, I created you for my glory. I can start going through the congregation right now and, 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 and naming you and your talents and your gifts. And all over this church, we got so many people with talents and gifts. Women who can so, I mean, the list goes on and on. Things we can do. He says, I didn't, I didn't do that for, for your glory. I did that so you may glorify my name. Teenager, I know you got a lot of, lot of dreams. Those who are watching, you know you got a lot of dreams. You got a lot of, you, but, but, but just remember, it's not about your agenda. It's about what God wants to do in your life in this hundred years that we have. Some people are saying, man, I'm not sure if I want to live a hundred years. <laughs> Take me home, Jesus, amen? He said, I created you. But he doesn't stop there. I read all of this because God has cared for us, prepared us. He brought us through some difficult times, a difficult See, How many know these last couple of years have been crazy times? Crazy times. I mean, some, some would say hell, hell, hell times. Hellish. Is that a word? Hellish? No. Brought us through some hellish times. It's been a crazy couple years. But how many know God needs to tear some things down? Needs to destroy some things, needs to kill some things in order, in order for us to, to, to gain new life. It's like a tree that you gotta, you gotta cut. It's like a, a, a bush you gotta trim in order to receive new fruit. Amen? And so I think about this, I'm going, okay, well, why do, what, where are we going with this? Verse 18, I slide down to verse 18. He says, do not remember the former things, nor considered the things of old. I'm going to read that again. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. For those who are taking notes, stick a pen right there. My assignment this morning is to tell you my first point, point number one, forget the past. Forget the past. Let me say forget. I said, church, say forget, please. Forget. forget, thank you. Forget the past. Do not remember the former things, the things in the past, the previous stuff. He uses the word things with an S. He said, all the things you went through in the past, I want you to forget about. I don't want you to remember. I don't want you to consider it. I don't even want you to give it a place to live in your memory. He says, I want you to forget the past. Stop looking in your rearview mirror. I mean, you know, a lot of people going through life looking in their rearview mirror trying to drive forward, always crashing. Amen? He says, I want you to forget. There's a lot of things in our life as we get older, we, we, we hold on to things. How many you know those things can bring us down? Amen? They could bring us down. I've shared this before. You, you ever see an eagle? An eagle, when an eagle's young, an eagle will swoop down and he will go and grab a big fish and you're like, oh, you feel sorry for the fish. But at the same time, you're like, man, he's going to eat good. The eagle's going to eat good today. And the eagle flies away and takes. But as the eagle gets older, sometimes the eagle will fly down and grab the same fish that he grabbed five years ago, the same size. But all of a sudden now he can't carry it because it's too heavy. So instead of the bird letting the fish go, he holds on to it. And he sinks into the water and he dies. 
There are things in our life that we need to let go of because if we don't let go, as we get older, the heavier it gets and it will kill us spiritually. Are you hearing me, church? He says, I want you to forget the past. Don't look at it. And then he says, verse 19 right here, he says, behold. Somebody say, behold. Behold. Stand by, take note, take a careful look, pay attention. Acknowledge, that's what behold means. He says, I will do a new thing. Point number two, it's time to embrace a new thing. Church, we are coming into a new season, and I'm not talking about spring and summertime, although that's happening too. I'm talking about a new dimension. God said, wake up, Pastor Carlos, wake up. Make sure you see God is trying to do a new thing. It's going to be a new day. The past is gone. But I love this because he says, he says a new thing. He said, forget the former things from the past. I'm going to prepare you because I'm, going to, I'm doing a new thing. That's a, that's a wonderful thing right there because let me break this down. How many know there's a difference between things and thing? You could, you, could put, you, could put a, you could put some names to things, like I got a new outfit, I got a new car, got a new job, got a new house. Got, what are some things? But see, this thing that God's going to give us, you can't put a name to it. You can't put a name to what this is. What God does is so big, it's so amazing, you can't even describe it. Just like he gives me a joy that's unspeakable. He gives me a peace that surpasses all understanding at times I can't even comprehend it he says what I'm going to do is so big you're not even going to know this is, you, you, you're going to even be at that moment you're gonna say, I, don't know, I don't know how to explain it I don't know what to say all I know it's a God thing he says I'm going to do a new thing I wish I could describe it to you I wish I could explain it to you but if you keep serving and you keep honoring him, church, this morning, putting him first in your life, hold on tight because it's not anything. It's going to be a God thing. Nobody could do it but my God. Nobody could do it but the Holy Spirit. Nobody could do this thing but the God that we serve. It's going to be so amazing. You're not going to help but notice. He says, now... It shall bring, it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? You ever, you ever drive with somebody who's oblivious or you live with someone who doesn't notice anything? You're like, did you see that? They're like, no, I didn't. And it's okay. You know, it's all good. But he says, this is going to be so amazing. You, 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 you can't help but notice what this is. You're not going to miss it, what God's going to do. But remember, God has to kill some things in our life in order for us to get that thing. So we're going to get to this next verse right here. But I think someone needs to hold on to their neighbor right now because it's probably going to jump up with so much excitement right here. They're going to get so excited. We're going to need security. Where's Brett? Where's Ron? We need security right now because someone's going to jump up and down with excitement right here. He says right here, I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Okay, we got a couple amens. I thought somebody was going to jump up and down, but that's okay. I'm going to read it again. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. He says, I'm going to deal with two situations. 
your wilderness and your, thank you, deserts. I'm going to do something spectacular and amazing in these places. A place of confusion. How many know the wilderness can bring confusion? You ever been in a wilderness? You know? Uh, you ever been in, in, in a desert? A desert can be real dry. Amen? You're like, well, pastor, we live in Nevada. <laughs> this is not what I'm talking about here. I mean, you know, you can live in Florida and still be in a dry place spiritually. Amen? He says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put roads in the wilderness. This is for somebody this morning. This is for someone this morning who's in a wilderness right now, who's in a dry place. He says, I'm going to put a road in the wilderness. Roads means right here connections. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you the right connections and get you to the place where you need to go. Because how many know when there's no road, you're lost. You're going in circles. Amen? Roads. I want to bring you to the right place. He says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you rivers in the desert. Somebody say rivers. Rivers in the desert. I'm going to bring you some flowing water. That's a beautiful thing. Right now, church, I want you to take some time. We got a little time. I want you to take just a moment. I want you to close your eyes with me. As I try to paint a picture, I'm not the best at painting pictures, but I'm going to try to paint a picture as our eyes are closed. I'm going to bring you flowing waters that's going to bring you life. It's going to bring you victory. It's going to bring you hope. This morning, we're going to write down on a piece of paper some things that we want to forget about in life. We're going to write down on a piece of paper things that we want to forget things that we want to let go of, things that you've been holding on to for a year, two, 20 years. And you're going to come down this morning, if you'd like, and you're going to bring it to the altar and place it in the hands of God this morning. As your eyes are closed, I want you to picture somebody lost in a wilderness who now finds a road but now is tired because of the crazy journey. And when I think of that and when I say that, I can think of people here this morning. It's been a long journey. But you found this road. It's a little easier now because you're on a road and you're thirsty. But not only you've been in the wilderness, you're in a, you're in a desert. But this desert, there's some water. And what's even better, it's not stagnant water. It's a river that's flowing. And only somebody who has been in this real wilderness and desert this morning will understand this. When you see it, you're kind of left speechless because you normally don't find rivers in the desert. I said, you don't find rivers in the desert. You normally don't find rivers in the desert. But now you can regain strength and replenish your body. And those who are walking with you, those who are following you, Yes, I said those who are following you because you're leading them. And the stress and the worry that comes with parenting, that comes with marriage, guardianship, friendship, 
that stress is no longer there because they may also be replenished and hydrated spiritually as they drink of his river and not die of the heat stroke that this world can bring at times spiritually. This morning, church, God says, I will bring you roads in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. This morning, he also says, I want you to forget the things of the past. And so this morning, God is gonna set someone free, not because you just wrote down on a piece of paper, but because by faith, you're gonna give this situation, whatever it is, whatever has happened to you in the past, that you say, God, I wanna let go, I wanna move forward, I don't want to hold on to this any longer. God, I give this to you. I can't bear this anymore. I want you to take some time right now. In the back of the pews, there's some paper. And there's some pencils, there's some pens. And I would ask this morning, if you would like, to write something down on this piece of paper and I want you to bring it here to the altar. And I have this bowl here. And we're not going to take all morning, but that's you this morning. You come down and say, God, I am giving this to you. I'm not holding on to it any longer. Amen. We'll give it about five minutes this morning. You could do it as a couple. You could do it by yourself. Come down and bring your past, those things that you don't want to carry any longer, come bring it down into this bowl. Amen. And I am not going to look at them. This is between you and God. I'm not going to read them. No one's going to read them. Matter of fact, they're going to be destroyed right now in this moment, in this time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I'm letting this go. I'm not holding on to this any longer. turn morning. 
You turn mourning to dancing. You give beauty for ashes. You turn shame into glory. You're the only one who can. You turn graves into gardens. You turn bones into armies. You turn seas into highways. You're the only one. Let's all stand this morning, church. You turn. You turn mourning to dancing. You give beauty for ashes. You turn shame. You turn shame into glory. The only one. You're the only one who can. You turn graves into gardens. You turn graves into gardens. You turn bones into armies. You turn seas into highways. You're the only one who cares. Hallelujah. This is, this is an amazing thing this morning. I remember being a teenager, and I was sitting in my chair, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, I don't want to write down, but, you know. But something inside of me says, you know, you know what? This is more than just writing on a piece of paper. This is something inside of me that right now that needs to, by faith, I'm asked, I'm set, by faith, I'm stepping out and I'm saying, on this piece of paper, I'm writing this down. This is the last time I want to see this. This is the last time I want to think this. This is the last time I want this to bring me down. I am no longer going to be held captive by what this has done to me. I am going to be set free. And I remember that Sunday, I remember that day, and by God's grace, by his mercy, by his power and strength, I was set free in the name of Jesus. And this morning, my pastor didn't do this, because I think he was scared of the fire, but it's okay. This morning, we're going to, by God's grace, we're going to burn this. And I'm not sure how long it's going to take, but that's okay. I mean, you know, sometimes it takes a while to burn some things. It's a process. It, it takes some time. Now, I just want to tell you this morning, if the uh, sprinklers go off, don't be alarmed. Hallelujah. This is a good reminder of what hell's going to feel like. Church, this moment right now, whatever you put in here, I want you to close your eyes with me. And by faith, you say, God, I am no longer going to hold on to this anymore. I give this to you. Can you say that? Say, Lord, I give this to you. I give these issues to you. I give you these hurts, this drama. I no longer hold on to it. It is yours to hold on to. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, when I see this now, I think to myself, 
there's nothing I can do with this, but this morning, our God could take these ashes and he gives us beauty. This morning, I want you to walk up out of here encouraged and know that the past is the past. No matter what you've done or what somebody has done to you, it does not matter. Yes, it hurts. Yes, we don't like it. Yes, it's a bad... But we say, God, I'm no longer looking at the past. I'm going to look forward at what you got. And he says, he says, stand by. He says, acknowledge. He says, listen. No, wait. He says, behold. I'm about to do a new thing. And if this wasn't so hot, I would take this and dump it. And show you what a new thing looks like. But it's pretty hot. So we're going to leave it here right here this morning. And let God be God and let God do what he does. Amen. There's a few there's a few more things I God's still trying to work right now. God's still at work. I feel like preaching another sermon right now, but I'm actually, I'm going to be quiet. Somebody this morning has been set free in Jesus name. Somebody this morning Somebody this morning is going to walk up out of here knowing they are a child of God. And God has a future for them. He has a plan for them. He has something new for them. Amen. Hallelujah. It sounds like an unfair deal that we would give our ashes to God. And he would, he would trade those for his beauty. But that's the kind of God we serve. We serve a loving Father who will warn us about, hey, discipline's coming, but hold on tight. My arms are open and ready for you to come back home. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's pray. Let's bow our heads this morning, church. Hallelujah. Thank you for your faithfulness, your love. God is so good this morning. Brother Matt, if you could come, please, and pray us out of here. Give us a blessing. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Lord, we want to thank you for everything that you have given us yes, God. through sending your son, Jesus Christ, to be the path through the wilderness to lead us out of sin and death and into light grace and life we thank you for giving us the living waters that will never run dry and that through faith in you we can make it through anything because you eternally have the universe in your hand we thank you for this precious gift that we did not earn and that we did not deserve but that we can come before you to receive. Yes, God. We ask for spirits of grace towards others, humility to see where we are off, yes, 
encourage to spread the word of the gospel of your son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Be encouraged this morning. We love you. God bless. Have a blessed Sunday. Amen.